Theta Log, February 1st, 2023. I'm going to start with something a little bit new. The research team will be putting together some videos regarding the different components of the V3 specification. Uh, and so I'm going to start by putting uh, also a little bit of an overview to act as a supplement to what they'll be putting together. And then as the weeks progress and I go through the different components and main feature sets of V3, you guys can ask me questions in the Discord and I will then answer them on these weekly Theta Log calls. So starting this week with the base layer. The base layer is where settlement will happen, where PNL will be decided, uh, where that's calculated and then settled. It's obviously where trade execution and matching will happen. It is where you'll be able to select the parameters of what you would like to underwrite, whether that be specific expiries, pairs, strike prices, and different premium levels, that full parameterization will live on the base layer. Now that full parameterization and settlement happening on the base layer allows for layers above that to add additional functionality, which I'll get into in a, in a, in a further week. Right, the permissionless pool deployment, uh, we were actually even started working on some of the Oracle adapters today, uh, but the permissionless pool deployment, all you need is an Oracle. Probably at launch, we will only allow on the front end Chainlink Oracles because those are going to be the most trusted. Uh, there will be a process for getting the pools um, shown on the front end. And, uh, you know, on launch, we will allow for custom Oracles, Chainlink Oracles, third-party Oracles, TWAP Oracles. Uh, some adapters will be needed. However, that will all happen uh, and be configured on the base layer. Right. The tick-based accounting and range orders allow for additional strategies to be used. For example, a straddle, as well as for limit orders to be placed. And again, uh, I think some of the coolest stuff that comes in V3 is that, okay, it can settle at the base layer, but there are different layers in which the execution can happen. And I think that's what's going to provide a lot of the value to V3, which you may or may not uh, be aware of at this point. And then last... Position management, buy to close, different order types. Uh, you'll see, you saw that all in the white paper. That happens and is supported at the base layer, as well as the fee collection um, that then goes back to staking users. That is all what encompasses the base layer. And in the next week, I'll go through the vault layer, which is also where liquidity mining will reside. So regarding updates this week. So this week and next week, we're doing product scoping for V3. And what that entails is we've put together a list of all the different high-level items and features, uh, an epic, if you will, of everything that needs to be implemented for V3. It's a super comprehensive list, and underneath every one of those epics is different stories or tasks that need to be completed. And so we're going through all of those, that comprehensive list between all the different teams, and then doing a prioritization and effort-based for what remains. Um, so... I'm sure that you've heard me speak about this before. It's most likely going to be a phased release where we'll get things such as the base layer, the vaults layer, the messaging network all done at, upon uh, initial launch. And then margin of collateral will come subsequently a few weeks after that, probably around six weeks. And then the omni-chain functionality will probably come roughly six weeks after that. That's the, the, the high-level estimates that we're looking at right now. But obviously at the extent of next week when we finalize that i will make sure to share that with the group one thing i want to talk about is liquidity mining emissions right so it's roughly around 2.25 million a year across all the chains Four hundred fifty thousand is emitted 
on mainnet, phantom, and optimism, and 900,000 is emitted on Arbitrum per year. Now, with VX Premia being uh, an OFT token, which means that you can freely move it between the different chains, we are looking at rearranging that allocation based on the amount of influence as a percentage of the whole. So you, you might have seen that last week in my video, I, I looked over the different levels of influence and the percentage allocation between the different chains. And it is likely uh, that towards the end of the month, being February 1st today, towards the end of the month, we actually uh, take a look at that, take a look at that, those weights and then reallocate those total yearly emissions based on those weights and then whether we reevaluate and change uh, the different chains that those tokens are emitted on, uh, we can kind of decide as a community if we want to do that monthly, we want to do the quarterly, so on and so forth. So we'll, we'll make sure to announce well, well beforehand what the record date will be for those total weights. So make sure that you have your VX Premium on your, on your, you know, the chain that, that you would like to allocate the weights to. And uh, we will get, you know, moving forward with changing those the, the allocation points so that each chain uh, respectively changes that total amount emitted per year to to be in lockstep with those weights. Right, and so I've been talking about the Council of Ten for since December. Um, we can call it a special council, Council of Ten, you know, whatever the name may be. Uh, I'll be releasing some documentation on that this weekend. What that is, is we will have some members of the community step up there will be elections uh, held to select those, you know, 10 members of the community. Those members will, will be then introduced closer into the fold of the development pipeline. We'll continue to have tokenomics sessions. There will be your liaisons for the wider community in, in those kinds of discussions. They will see the, the feature sets that are within V3. They will be some of the early beta users will, you know, go to them and lean on them for user feedback. Um, my expectation is that they both uh, are active members in the community, but then also power users of our platform so that they can help in, in all regards. The newsletter was published on Friday. Go take a look. Super, super happy with what Weka and KB put together um, in addition with, with Marathon, one of our writers, and, and Carbon, and, and the, whole, the whole marketing group. Uh, I think it was really well put together, everything that I had wanted um, and more. Not, I don't know if I'm sold on the name, uh, but maybe I'll get there. Still working on token terminal requirements. Some of the issues that came up last week didn't allow me to do that. I will continue to work on that, uh, and the team will continue to work on that this week. And then another thing that we have been started ramping up discussions on is the Academy, right? So we've been spending quite a few, uh, few weeks on putting together the content on the Academy, what the Academy will look like is it will be course-based material, maybe be options foundations, maybe more advanced strategies, and then we'll teach you just what the, the base use case is, what is a call, what is a put, and then how do you, you know, purchase a call or a put on the platform. Uh, we intend to, maybe not at launch, but shortly thereafter, to have a verification process similar to a Layer 3 quest in which that we can, you know, ensure that you did take these actions. And then upon completion, you will receive some sort of certification that you did complete that, as well as we are starting to work with different groups to see if we can do a, um, and maybe we'll do them ourselves, a, a learn to earn type of mechanism where you, you get some so a little bit of capital, relatively minor amount of, of 
of capital and then you can use that to to deposit or to pay for premiums on the on the platform to then have some you know value uh for make the whole experience valuable both from a you know um a learning capacity but also monetarily uh so we'll give you a little bit of capital to start using the platform so that you know if, if you have been intimidated before uh we can we can increase the adoption uh uh and make it easy and de demystify what options are regarding development all right so you may have seen on the launch on friday unrelated to Knox, um i i outlined that there was an outage on arbitrum uh, there was a malicious pool that was deployed. It was able to kind of circumnavigate some of our pool checks. Uh, however, upon the subgraph trying to interpret this pool uh, because it had been allocated some votes, it was unable to interpret that. So it brought down the front end, unfortunately. Um, it exposed some things to us. Um, for example, it did bring down all of the Arbitrum, so even though Knox Vault was unrelated and the only thing that was actually affected was uh, voting, and it was pretty minimal. Was, I think it was roughly 300 influence and votes that was applied to this malicious pool. However, the trading was brought down, the Knox Vault was brought down. So in the future, what we plan to do for V3 is to then segment out the parts that are dependent on the subgraph to be non-critical, and then we'll be looking to, to either uh, increase our RPC uh, utilization or, or or actually thinking about potentially just running our own node, full node on Arbitrum, especially because V3 will be primarily on Arbitrum to kind of alleviate that. So we'll have a critical component of the RPC endpoints pulling all that information live on chain and then the subgraph components that are non-critical will will continue to be housed in a segmented way so that if the subgraph were to go down in, in any way, shape or form in the future, that, that will not bring down all of the different uh, features on the site. Uh, like I outlined in the post, it was relatively immaterial. Uh, we were able to ca capture, uh, fix the code and deploy fix within um, a few hours. So the 300 influence allocated to that pool was, was relatively minor in terms of the amount of, that was admitted to, uh, to that pool. So we deem it immaterial. However, Knox users, um, especially uh, participants that wanted to uh, partake in, in the auction weren't able to as, as the site was down. So we have already made the compensation um, allocations to the users that had deposited and were allocated positions or contracts uh, due to the auction uh, because the auction wanted enough. There wasn't a fair auction in terms of the pricing of, of those allocations. So we went ahead and, and compensated the difference for market pricing on those options. Look, we don't anticipate that there will be any issues in the future, and we don't anticipate any more transactions regarding um, the these auctions and, and the Knox products in, in a whole. So we don't think that there will be a need for anything like this in the future. And um, we have another AMA um, a week from tomorrow to go through um, any of the questions that you may have. I think there were over 200K in deposits on those vaults as of now. We anticipate that to continue to go up and then starting with the auction a week from Friday, we'll have some you know accurate uh, return numbers and yield numbers for you. And so following the AMA uh, a week from Thursday, uh, we should have all those numbers up, and, up on the site so uh, users can see. Regarding statistics, right, so TVL week over week relatively unchanged, about negative 5% in ETH. 
volume has been on a tear lately. Uh, we've seen about 4 million uh, in volume, which is a 55% increase week over week. And premiums um, are roughly about 102K between the 22nd and the 29th, which is the 28th and the, and the 29th. Um, you, can see, you can't really see here, but um, we saw roughly 35K in premiums on those days. Uh, we continue to see increased volatility in the markets with uh, the Fed number coming out today. And uh, today looks like it's going to be another heavy volume day. So, so happy to see that. In, in other terms, we applied to an optimism grant today that would go hand in hand with our academy program to try to onboard more users to optimism, to teach them how to use, um, to use the platform on optimism using OP tokens as the default unit for that learn to earn components. And then with some of that grant being utilized, if, if, we, if we do uh, receive the grant to be used to deepen the liquidity of the OP pool, so that options are fairly priced uh, and that we can accommodate different sizes orders than what's currently on the platform, as well as, you know, we've been, I think, tracking roughly about a 15% return on the OP pool. And so yields that were generated on behalf of the protocol for those would be continued to be reinvested into the Academy program. Uh, dominance volume has been, has been increasing. Um, if you look at some of the numbers of, of our competitors, um, some, some odd numbers uh, on, on their behalf, but they be, seem to be coming down in alignment with what we had expected when we, when we looked at uh, on-chain activity. And uh, with that, uh, we're normalizing. Um, you can see that you know, we, we're, we're steady at about 20% of, of volume on DeFi Llama across the four different protocols that are on there. And uh, it continues to, to, to hold steady. So we're happy with, with that increase. And then uh, again, if you've been in the Discord this week, there has been a, um, uh, a good tokenomics discussion. It continues to be ongoing. Uh, we're getting a lot of good ideas. We're seeing a lot of, uh, we're seeing some proposals. Thanks Fluffy for, for adding that. Thanks Horny for, for uh, helping out and, and Dempa and you know, Sminem, the, the whole crew of, of helping us um, navigate that conversation and, and bringing forth meaningful meaningful uh, ideas right so we're, we're not we're open to a lot of things um uh we moved forward some of the tokenomics uh coin gecko updates since we haven't updated that in in roughly two years so you'll see those movements we put in that transaction to, to move some things around into uh so there'll be 16 additional smart contracts that are that are kind of outlined for different allocations and then we can we will let the community know of those 16 different smart contracts those allocations go to what um, some of the underlying components are in terms of the wiggle room uh, that we have regarding the, the different decisions to be made in the near future. So you'll see those on-chain movements most likely tomorrow, and then the, the API has been deployed for circulating supply, and that will also, once those uh, effects take place on-chain, then we will complete that ticket. It's ready to go. I'm just waiting for the for that three-day time lock uh, transaction to go through, so we can reallocate those assets and then, then go ahead and, and finish that that Coin Gecko chain. So hopefully, by the beginning of the week, the Coin Gecko number will be be a little bit cleaner, considering that you know it hasn't been updated in two years. All right, thanks everyone. Uh,